This is CrimeFiction.fm, where we bring you today's best mysteries, thrillers, and suspense novels. I'm your host, Stephen Campbell, and I'm here today with the fabulous Josie Brown, the author of, among other things, the Housewife Assassin series. Josie, welcome. Thank you so much, Stephen. Housewife, assassins, the two terms don't normally go together. Uh, Tell me the genesis of this series. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Uh, This was a series that came to me uh, in my living room as I was standing in the middle of the sunlight, and all of a sudden it was like a halo kind of went over my head and said, this is it. This is the series. This is the (laughs) one that um, everybody's going to read and love. And um, I pitched it to my agent, and my agent... Uh, he didn't like it at all. So I dropped him and I went to another agent and she loved it. <laughs> yeah, this, is the, Good. Sure, this is the author's fantasy, right? Yeah, this right. is some insider and, stuff here. Oh, totally freaking inside. So, uh, so then it went to uh, three houses loved it. They, they were all flipping out over it. And, you know, they each took it to committee and the agent was very, very excited. And it was sort of like, oh, we love it. We love it. And then uh, slowly but surely all. All of them dropped out because the older people in the committee, the older editors were going, nobody's going to buy a housewife who's an assassin. (laughs) So um, that was one of my little orphans for a while. And then um, as uh, I decided to put it out as an indie published series, Uh and it got some uh, a producer uh, from a television producer interested in it. So it just goes to show that, yes, sometimes your instincts are right and the editors is wrong. I have to say, this would make a great TV series. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, a lot of writers think so, too. And there is a producer who thinks so. And she's actively pitching it. So um, I feel very good about it. I feel like it's got all the elements. Uh, you know, we have two sides of our personality. There's the side that we always show the public, and that, that's our gentle, soft side, our nurturing side. And then there's the side that if you threaten anybody in my family, I will certainly... <laughs> I will certainly get after you. So I think that a lot of it resonates with a lot of women and it resonates with a lot of guys too, which I'm I'm really happy to say that I I would guess my male readership is now up to about 40%. So that's pretty good for something that's got such a, a, a you know, a girly title to it, you know, housewife right there puts you, you know, in the girly category. You know, we all all us guys like the idea of the kick-ass female protagonist and and you've got one here. Yeah, she's uh, she's a joy to write because she's um, I like to say she's everything that I'm not in the sense <laughs> that, um, you know, I'm afraid of water heights and fire and she's not afraid of any of that stuff. I mean, she has her fears. Her own fears are that something's going to happen to her kids or that she's going to miss carpool. Uh, but no, more seriously than that, um, you know, we all feel that we have to do our bit to kind of save the world from itself. And Donna is the perfect foil for a lot of women who feel frustrated that they can't do more, either for themselves, their families, or for, you know, the world around us. And she kind of takes it on or it's thrust upon her. And because of her skill set, uh, you know, she 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 does what she can to to do what we all would want to do, which is is just say, okay, I'm in control here. I've got it under control. And I'm not saying she does it alone. She has wonderful, wonderful, wonderful team of, uh, you know, a black ops team around her. And but her whole life is predicated on uh, first writing a wrong that was done to her and then moving on and writing the wrongs that are done to the rest of us. And I'm not trying to make her out to be an Avenger of any sort, but she's sort of a modern day 
person who's caught in the middle of things and you just make you make do with the best as you can and that's with your own skill set and hers happens to be a very unique set of skills including the fact that she's a crack shot so that helps <laughs> i remember reading the first book in the series and just i think i may have downloaded the sample or something just thinking oh this looks interesting and i'll i'll give it a few pages and i got sucked in right away and I, as you know, I love this series. It's, it's such an interesting, the way we go back and forth between Donna the assassin and Donna the mom. And, you know, running carpools and scouting type things and just dealing with the, the things that we go through when we have kids. I love that. But one of my favorite parts of the book and all of these books, and I want to talk about this a little bit, are these little chapter intros that you do that are these fabulous little housewifey type tips that always tie in somehow with a dead body or how to kill someone who's annoying you. Those are fabulous. And you've got 10 of these books now. So that's, you know, they're like 20 chapters a book. So that's, that's a lot of tips. <laughs> that's, a, that's a heck of a lot of tips. And it's funny because the tips kind of set the tone for what's going to happen in the chapter. And usually what I do is I come up with um, my chapter titles first. And then when I come up with a title, I go, oh, my God, i got to come up with a tip that's going to match this title. And then I come up with the, the tip. And sometimes I do all my tips at once or, or a group of them at, at a time because the titles are so so yummy and they're so you know ripe for it. And then other times I'll, I'll come up and I know that this is going to be a chapter because I fully outline my books, by the way. I go, this is going to be a chapter about this. So I have to find a title that kind of matches. And this last book, it was called Garden of Deadly Delights, and it has to do with with things you would do in a garden. So, and I am, I am such a, a black thumb that I'm not even, you know, I'm not even a garden gardening person. So of course I had to look up all these titles, you know, not titles, but terms that are used. Um, when I did killer app, it was all, you know, hacker terms and, uh, things you would find in the, in the tech world. And so I, I learn as I go. And some of these terms, are just so perfect for, for Donna, you know, for, for, for what she's doing at the time. So anyway, so the tips to me are a good way to lead the reader into the chapter. And, um, when I find a, uh, a wonderful title for a book, I then know I have to come up with the tips as well that kind of match <laughs> the title. So it's a fun process for me overall. Well, I will confess that in the first book, after maybe the first chapter, I skimmed those little things, those little intro things, because I, I read a lot, and I just want to get to the story. And I think I went through like four or five chapters, and then I started a chapter, went to sleep, and started the chapter the next day, and read the whole thing. And it's like, oh my God, these things are hysterical. I've got to go all the way back to the beginning and read them all from the start. And since then, I haven't missed a one. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That made my day, Stephen, I have to tell you, because um, I have people that swear by the tips, and now and then I'll get a comment like, oh, I just skipped the tips at the beginning. I'm like, no, no, don't skip the tips. Do you know how long it took me to come up with that? I no. would think uh -oh. that, that writing the tip would be sometimes take longer than writing the chapter. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you know, and then you get into kind of like this rhythm about it. And, uh, my husband, who is also a writer and an editor, he's also my first reader. He'll go, uh, he'll go, you know, I like your tips when they're short and snappy, you know, because <laughs> then it's kind of like tongue in cheek. It gets into your face, blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes I'm like, well, you know, we started our lives as journalists and we did a lot of relationship 
uh, journalism, relationship tips and things like that. And, 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 you know, when you get into the relationship part of Donna, it's sort of like you have to kind of like give them real tips, like tip number one, tip number two, tip number three. <laughs> and then the tips are very long. But those are the ones that people really believe. So I'm glad they're not burying people in the backyard or, you know, you know, smothering their ashes with lime or whatever. I'm hoping that, that they're listening to the relationship part of it. <laughs> you know, before you get angry at the guy. In the so, gardening tips, there were some some little tips about what to do with the body in the garden and things that that make good uh, oh, compost or something, right, things, th- right. things like that. Right. So anyway, I I love the series. the the tenth This is the tenth book. Do I have that right? Yes, it's the tenth book, but there is a full prequel. That's and what I was thinking. So it's actually sort of kind of sort of the eleventh. It is sort of the eleventh, and this was a very uh, pivotal book for the whole Donna arc because. Um, when you first meet her in book one, she is a woman who is lying about the fact that her husband has left her or that, it, quite frankly, that he's dead. And the reason she's lying is because he's a black ops person and she was asked by his boss, please don't let them know that he's dead yet because as long as people think he's alive, we can track his killers. So she goes along with it. Well, within the first book, uh, they've got a replacement for Jack who's going to be, excuse me, for um, Carl, mm-hmm. who will be acting as Carl, and his name is Jack. And um, she has, she it's, it's hate at first sight, and of course it becomes, you know, love at, you know, second sight. And then by then, you know, through 10 books, they've kind of had this on relationship, but it's been hard to consummate, be not just because of the children and how the children would accept him being their father. They do accept him as their father because they don't know better. They haven't, they don't remember their dad. And, uh, but then, you know, things happen and I, you know, I won't tell you what that will be because I know you've caught up to it already, but, um, the, uh, you know, other readers may not. So it's a wonderful journey of two people who kind of fall in love under the most extreme circumstances. And this next book coming up, 11, is um, tips on uh, wedding, weapons, and warfare. So, um, (laughs) yes, Donna's going to finally get married. Now, that's not the end of the series, because as we know, marriage is just the beginning of your relationship. It's not the end. (laughs) We do know that, don't we? (laughs) Yes, yes. The wedding is just going down the aisle. The rest of it is real life. So, it's it's been a fun fun uh, series to write, just because of that. We can kind of look at our own lives and go, what if it turned this way, not that way, and what could I have done about that? And um, I'm just happy that uh, that my readers love it so much that they always give me the next uh, an, another chance to write another Donna story. It is a it's a wonderfully unique series, and I, I can't think of anything else that's like it. I really enjoy it. One of the things, I went to your website today. I hadn't been there for a while. And I, I think the last time I was there, you had a contest. You always have these fabulous contests. Tell us about these contests that you do for readers. Well, I feel that um, the reader is integral in, in the awareness of a book. So I feel it's important to reward people that have kept up with the series as well as introduce my books to new, ser- uh, to new readers. My, my contest prize 
is sometimes $100, sometimes $200. This, this particular contest, which is going on through June 20th, is for $200. And it's a $200 gift card to the bookstore of your choice, so it really ties into who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, uh, the way you enter the contest is you have to read an excerpt. And I do this because I want to introduce uh, readers to the, to the latest book. They have to answer a question correctly if they do, they're entered in the contest, but I also give them bonus points and, uh, you get a bonus point just for reading the first book, which is free anywhere. So that's a, a positive way to get people introduced to the series. And, um, I think it's a wonderful thing that all authors should do. Uh, authors should always constantly promote their books because otherwise people don't find them. Uh, it's, yes, it's great if we're, Word of mouth builds, but it usually builds slowly, mm-hmm. and um, we have to help it along. I mean, you you know that as well as I do. I was doing some research before starting this show, and for the last several months, there's been about five thousand new titles a month added to the Amazon crime fiction category. That's it's hard to get attention amongst five thousand new books every month. Uh, yeah, I can believe that, and you know, I. I look at my my own books, and the book book one is constantly on some list, if not three lists, within the Amazon um, you know hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, this new book is currently sitting about number fifty nine on um, on under romance under mystery, um, but it's also been under mystery under women sleuths. It's also so it pops up on different lists, and I and I tr- attribute that to the fact that once people read the excerpt. Uh, they're sucked in enough that they want to go ahead and pick up the book. So running a contest is very important to, again, introducing your book to new readers, but also rewarding your current readers for following the series. Can you share with us the title of the first book? Yes, it's the Housewife Assassin's Handbook. Okay, and you said that's uh, on Permafree right now, what's called Permafree? Yes, it's Permafree inside of Amazon. Amazon. Mm Mm-hmm. Kobo, as well as iBooks. Okay, um, and it's it's a fabulous introduction to the series, and I challenge you to read it and not want to go further in the series. <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 hoping that they take you up on on that challenge. <laughs> Josie, tell us where the series is set. Um, the series is set in a town called Hilldale, and Hilldale I've placed in um, Southern California. I uh, envision it to be in Irvine County, which, as we all know, is, you know, a suburb suburb of Los Angeles, but it's more suburbia, beautiful orange trees, lots of planned communities, that kind of thing. Um, Donna's last name is Donna Stone. That's an, uh, an homage to the <laughs> 50s housewife that we all know and love. Yes, yeah, some of us are old enough to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not bring that up, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, the beauty, uh, the beauty part of, of, of Donna and her life is that she's everything we all kind of aspire to, but at the same time, it, it is its own little prison. And uh, Donna breaks out of that prison because of her, her skill set and her, her, um, her business, which is um, Acme Industries. You know, <laughs> I love Ac- that name. <laughs> it just yeah. cracks me up every time I see it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I, I do a lot of, I do pay homage to a lot of what we grew up with in, uh, in television land and TV land. And, um, you'll see names of secondary tertiary characters who you'll go, where have I heard that name? Where have I heard that name? Oh yeah. 
he's the principal in Saved by the Bell. Well, of course, that guy that, you know, a lot of people grew up with uh, was a nice guy. But um, we all know that sometimes principals aren't all that we hope them them to be. Or, um, you know, uh, somebody that might be in Love Boat might show up in, you know, a Donna book. It's not that person. It's just somebody with a very similar name. So I, I love to do that. And every now and then people will pick up on it. And, and But for the most part, you know, if you're not as old as me, you won't pick up on it. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, I mean, you have to be at least 29 is what I'm trying to tell you, Stephen. Indeed. <laughs> Josie, what's the best way for people to keep up with you and this series? Well, definitely go to my website, which is josiebrown.com. Just like it sounds, it's Josie as in the Pussycats and then Brown. Um, I also have a website called Housewife Assassin, housewifeassassinshandbook.com, which follows the title of the, of the book, the mm-hmm. very first book. And, um, and I'm all over Facebook and I'm all over Twitter. So just <laughs> look you for are. those around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For everyone that's listening, I will link all these up in the show notes. So if you're on your way home from work and you're listening to this, just go to crimefiction.fm, not .com, but .fm. And uh, you'll find it here. You'll find all the show notes. You'll find the links to Josie's two sites, links to the books. Uh, Josie, it was great talking to you again. Fabulous, Stephen, and I look forward to it every time. Thank you. This is Stephen Campbell for Crime Fiction FM. You can find us on iTunes and on the web at www.crimefiction.fm. Thanks for listening.